Hey, Fifth Line, Mike Todd here, in arena host for your Columbus Blue Jackets, and you're listening to the Subjectively Speaking Podcast. And now, here's Jeremy Paul and Laura Norman. What's going on, everyone? And welcome in to another edition of Subjectively Speaking on the Inside the Rank Podcast Network. My name is Jeremy. And I'm Laura. And Laura, I just got to watch some hockey. That's so exciting. It is in theory. I went to three ice. So I just got back from the three on three like tournament that travels across to a new number of cities across America. And it was interesting. It was interesting. I didn't interesting in a good way or interesting in a bad way? Not in a bad way. It was just like it's definitely more like, um, like I don't want to say arcadey, but like kind of arcadey, where it's like there's always music playing like during the whole thing, um, and like that kind of deal. And there are just some rules that are a little bit different that make it like more fun. So like there are no penalty, like there are no like power plays, like no anything like that. It's just like oh. automatically a penalty shot, but like the penalty shot starts at center ice, and then on the the blue line behind center ice every other player is there. And so like when the shooter takes the puck, the other players like go and the puck is live, like after the shot, if it doesn't go in. And so it's just like, I don't know. It's like, there's some differences, but it was, it was fun. It was like a nice, like change of pace. I can see like it, why it's popular, but yeah. So I'm, I'm enjoying a little bit of a hockey high, which is always a good time. But Laura, how are you doing on this Wednesday evening? I'm doing well. Um, my mom is here. She's off to the side. Hi, mom. Um, <laughs> uh, watching the whole process for the first time. Uh, Welcome so... to the behind the scenes. I hope it's just <laughs> as exciting as you as you would have wished. She's getting the real, you know, nitty gritty of what goes into making subjectively speaking. Well, so... and this is actually where we announced that we're actually launching our reality TV show. And so... Um, <laughs> Laura's mom that uh, will be will be a, a key facet in that reality show. So oh yeah, absolutely. The way that in our minds we would think that that would go over really well, um, and in reality, people would probably think we're super boring. I will have to tell you, I think that there's no way that I could convince you that that would go well. I don't think that you would think it would go well. <laughs> Oh, no, I don't think it would go well at all. I think it would become, I would become like the newest American tragedy. Like, I don't think that that's that's good for anybody. I don't like the amount of like adjusting I do on camera here. Can you imagine me like being in existence with like a crew following me around where I would just be like (laughs) contorting of all angles and like never sitting down and you know all that sort of stuff absolutely not i feel like we're both much better behaved outside of our personal enclosures though i feel like (laughs) i mean probably but nevertheless yeah maybe not maybe the world isn't ready for the subjectively speaking reality show probably not but outside of that i am good i it's been a good work week and you know my house is finally coming together it's actually more together than it was when you were here so it's exciting it was it was like moderately together when i was there too so like there are no there are no boxes in your room anymore and your room has curtains wow Uh, this is a big moment truly and my rug is down come on rug right thank god i know you were really feeling like a, a detachment from the rug. Yes. I mean, it's been sitting in the garage since Megan helped me pick it out like a month and a half ago. Right. So. Well, I'm so glad it, that it is in its rightful place on the floor. Yes. With my coffee table on top of it. Yes. yes and one maybe. of these days, I'm going to figure out a location in this condo that doesn't have terrible lighting. So. I think, listen, I, oh, I didn't even turn on my little light. Oops, I probably like look awful. Oh yeah, now I look like warm. I don't like look like a corpse, so that's nice. Um, yeah, I 
my little cove that I have found myself in now is definitely not the most ideal lighting spot. So I had to like buy a little light from Ikea. I think your lighting always looks great in the cove. Oh, thank you so much. I should get a like a little like neon sign that just says the cove. We can put it right behind you. It'll yeah, be no, very, that's what I'm saying. It'll be very confusing when you uh, do work calls uh, from home. But yeah, they're gonna be like, um, "What's going on? Are you having <laughs> an identity be, crisis?" That'll be like the president of a school that I used to work for um, during COVID, where he would do all of his Zoom calls from his basement, and that's where we all learned that he was secretly like a wannabe rock star because his whole basement was like decked out in fake brick. And like looked like a concert venue. Fascinating. I do think it's ironic that we say that as we are stationed on fake brick in our background of our little like layout. <laughs> yes, but that's digital fake brick. This was yes. like contact paper that he put up on which is arguably much much more of an indictment on someone's character than than what we have. Exactly. Maybe. But aside from my former employer. How are you doing? <laughs> I am okay. Uh, I, everything is breaking around me, like physically, like not mentally, like mentally, like fine enough, I guess. But physically, everything around me is breaking. And I think it's like, I think it started prior to, I think like, I know you are owning some of the bad luck of our of our Houston experience, mm -hmm. but I'm almost wondering like if it was me because I'm thinking about like all the car trouble that I had before the trip and like getting it all taken care of and then like all that stuff and then like going to Houston and coming back, my car was messed up again. Um, and then like everything else, like my like, so I went to the dentist today. This is where I'm like extra meh. And they're like, have you ever thought about, like, taking all of your teeth out? And I was like, wow, okay, maybe. Um, no, okay, I have to tell this whole story because I feel like... And first I of all, it's not all of his teeth. <laughs> it is, just, it, it's, it's not an insignificant number of them, but... Um, but some of them you don't actually need, so... They are a majority of my wisdom teeth. Anyway, um, so I, like, go to this place and I'm like, I've never, I haven't been to this place, like, it's the first time I've gone to this dentist in Grand Rapids. And so I was like doing all the paperwork, that kind of stuff. They bring me back. They do x-ray. I have like a chip in my tooth, which is why I was like going, but like obviously everything else take care of it too. But yeah, they like scanned my tooth, did the x-ray. And then like they brought me back to the dental chair and then they were like, okay, like the doctor will be in soon, whatever have you. And then like, she was like, oh, and by the way, like the next time that you book an appointment, like you don't have to do it online because like, really only new patients do that. And I said, oh, I did that because it is my first time being here. And then she went, huh, okay. Then she was like, oh, we need to actually do like a full x-ray of your mouth. Like they like were treating me like I was a returning patient. I'm like, ah, oh, interesting. And so then I went and did the full x-ray of my mouth and I, okay, I, it's been a minute since I've been to the dentist. There's no room for judgment here. There's no space for judgment and this is a safe space. Right. Um, but <laughs> the way they, they do x-rays has changed and or it was just different in this place that I was at from the last time that I went to the dentist. And this one like hurt in a different kind of way than they used to. And I didn't enjoy it. Anyway, they did all that. They brought me back to the dental chair and then they were like, okay, like we're going to like check your gums, all that kind of stuff. Um, so they go through, like did all that. And then somebody came in they're like, okay, like the like office manager is like ready to talk to you about like your care plan. And I went, oh, okay sure and so i was like it's weird i didn't realize that they could figure out all of that from an x-ray like i figured they would have to like examine it but yeah they bring me back and uh they're like yeah we're gonna like take care of this you have no cavities which is great they were like like that's awesome and i said okay i like want that to be true i said i don't believe that i said i don't think that's right <laughs> like, there's a hole in my tooth i can feel it and they were like, well, the doctor didn't write any notes. I said, I haven't seen a doctor. So I, <laughs> that makes sense. They haven't written any notes. And so I went, huh? And so then they went back. So I, then I saw a doctor and then they brought me back and they were like, yeah, yeah, you had cavities, girl. And I was like, hmm. Cool. So were they just like losing you in the process and they I don't know like what was going thought on. you were someone else? Maybe. My appointment was at 7.30 in the morning. So like I'm maybe it was just like morning grog. That's like what I'm like chalking it up to. But also like you know me and like I feel like at this point our listeners know me. I 
if there's anybody that that's, that's going to happen to at 7.30 in the morning at a dentist, it, 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 it should be me because, like, I will be the most pleasant human being about it. I won't <laughs> make it anybody else's problem. I do have a question. I have an answer. Was this the kind of dentist's office where, like, all of the exam areas were, like, almost, like, cubicles? Yes, it was. Okay. Did they also have big TVs in each of the cubicles where they put the x-rays of your teeth up on it? No. Well, they might have. It was on HGTV when I was sitting in the chair, but I'm sure that there's a way that they maybe could have done with like, okay, because you and I have a similar dentist trauma that we've recently learned about each other and, and started unpacking. But the correct. last time I went to the dentist, which made this process even worse for me, was that they had the big TVs in the cubicle area, which I was like, aren't appointments supposed to be private? Like, I feel very exposed in this moment. Um, they put, like, the x-rays of my teeth, like, up on... <laughs> these biggest screens that are like visible to other humans. And I was like, this doesn't make my shame or trauma any less uh, difficult to deal with now that my teeth are exposed to the world. I know they're like, sir, you might have gingivitis. I said, can you lower your voice? Cause like, <laughs> cause like I'm embarrassed. Shut up. Like, <laughs> and they're like, oh, sir, don't worry, like, it's, like, because they were, like, literally only worried about, like, my furthest back, like, teeth. They're, like, a lot of toothbrushes and, and floss, like, you can't get back there. And I'm, like, okay, but, like, still, like, don't call me a dirty bitch in front of, <laughs> in front of everybody in this establishment. Um, it's, like, can you keep your voice down? What happened? Doesn't HIPAA apply to dentists, too? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, my mom would know this answer. Mom, does HIPAA apply to dentists, too? Okay, my mom works for an eye doctor, so absolutely she knows. Absolutely. <laughs> wow, the guest spot from Victoria. It happened. It did officially. happen. It happened officially. Um, so, yeah, anyway, they said it'll be $7,000. I said, nice, cool, awesome, thank you. I look forward to that. So we're, we're weighing options over here. Um, Laura talks about our merch store. No, okay. Um, <laughs> But um, no, weighing options over here. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see definitely all the things that you told me today, there are things that obviously you can prioritize over Correct. other things. So, Correct. And it's a one step at a time process. So if you want to share your dental traumas with us, feel free. Let us know. We'd love to know other people who have a dental trauma. That's a lot of people. And I know our listeners. There's definitely some dental trauma in there. There has to be. I can tell you some great stories about how I had a root canal. And then almost a decade later, they found out that they left a piece of material in said root canal. Huh. Wow. Okay. Well, that's unfortunate. Anyway, we're up. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry. That was so unkind. I'm like, oh, that sucks. Anyway. You're like, and we're just going to move past that right and now. Anyway, um, uh, we're going to start talking about hockey. Um, oh, wait. Actually, before we do that, I came to a conclusion this weekend. I actually went to Traverse City this weekend, and it was the Cherry Festival, which was fun, or, like the National Cherry Festival. Go ahead. No, I just realized that I wanted to talk about something, too, that was exciting. Oh, perfect. And- but I want you to talk about Traverse City because the people I was with, we were all very jealous that you were in Traverse City. Yes. So I um, went up there and I was like, for one, obviously excited about all that is to come when we're there in September, which, oh my God, the dates are out now. Finally, Traverse City is happening September 14th. No, shit. 14th, 15th and 17th is when the Blue Jackets are playing. Is that what it is? It's that like Thursday, Friday, Sunday. Hold on. Let me pull my calendar. Yes, but, 14th, 15th, 17th. So Thursday, Friday, Sunday. So obviously, if you We're gonna have can, a Saturday free day. That's so exciting. Oh god, that'll be a great time. But yeah, so up there obviously getting excited about that. But there was a um it, one of the shops we stopped in, there was a flyer that had like a like puppies for sale like situation and there were four like i want to say it was like for 
pug like pugs and shih tzus like mm-hmm. which cute puppies kind of ugly dogs but i digress um pugs and I, snort and i decided that i would izzy's half pug um i decided that i would name a dog puck that's so cute thank you so much that was really like the moral of, the, of that story for me it really didn't have much to do with traverse city <laughs> i just had that thought in traverse city so but you did go to the cherry festival I did. Yeah, I had some cherry pie a la mode. Loved that. That sounds delicious. It was a great time. But to lead back to my, and I'll make this very brief. I got invited to our wonderful friend Kyle's surprise birthday party on Saturday. Happy uh, belated. Happy belated, Kyle. We love you so much. Um, his wonderful girlfriend, Danny, and his podcasting partner, Warren, threw together a little party at pins mechanical. And this is actually the first time I've been to a pins where I actually did things that were pins related. Oh, I know. Instead of just like being there, like asked elbows, like instead of blue jackets related. Um, and I was very, um, honored because when I walked into the table, I got a round of applause and I would love to tell you it was for me but it was for the fruit pizza that I was carrying. So <laughs> so for you, that means it was for you. Sure. Um, but no, it was a lot of fun. Jeremy knows how much social anxiety I have doing things with um, new friends and especially new friends when I'm not with him. So I was like, I'm only going to stay an hour. Like, you know, there's gonna be a bunch of people there that I don't know. That was untrue. It was all people that I knew. And I stayed three and a half hours. And learned that not only am I bad at regular bowling, I am bad at duck pin bowling. Are you really? Yeah. It was to the point where, like, they were all cheering me on every time I went up there because Mm. it just was a sad. We'll work on it. Sad time. If you want to. We don't have to work on it. I I feel like I'm a father, like, telling his child what sport he has to play. I mean, if the Blue Jackets are going to continue to host things at these places, I feel like I might need to get better at it. That's true. That's true. It feels like one of those, like, really niche things that if you spent some time getting good at, you would really impress people. That's my goal. But it was a lot of fun. And I can't remember what the name of the drink was that I had, but it was very good. Love that. It was like drink. Some it was tequila, but also blood orange something, and then it had like a tahini rim on it. Oh, nice. Um, and it was delicious. And Danny had one that had a bomb pop in it. Oh yeah, that's I. I'm not a bomb pop guy. I don't love them either because I don't like the um, white part. Mm. Mm. Fair. But I can I can understand people that do like them. You're like not like here to like totally alienate people. You're like I can see it from their side. Correct. I'm not here to alienate the bomb pop community. Um, sure. I accept them. I just don't agree with their preferences. Good to know. Good to know. But Laura, I guess we could talk about. Can we talk about hockey maybe perhaps? I maybe. <laughs> it's not really I mean, a ton of hockey to talk about. So like I feel bad that we're like uh, here shooting the shit, but also like this has also been one of the weeks where like I think both of our levels of social interactions have made it so that way we haven't talked that much this week. And so like this is also like one of those episodes where you're getting Laura and I's like catch up moment. So Yeah, we really didn't talk until like we talked on Sunday. Yeah. But then we really didn't talk. I don't think we talked Monday, which is weird for us. No, I don't think we talked till Tuesday. Yeah. Wild. And even wow. then it was like hey. TikTok related. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was. Yeah. So. Um, so, yeah. Hey, girl. But, yeah, there also just. Oh, hey. There also just hasn't been a lot of, like, uh, blue jackets. Although I did just think of one other thing. This is fantastic. Um, a lot of blue jacket stuff happening. Okay, um, well, I I think I feel like I need to know like what that thing is. Does it make logical sense to do it right now, or do you want to hold on? Oh, it was just to say that um, Damon and his wife and their dog oh, yeah. made their inaugural vid- visit to Nationwide mm-hmm. Arena 
And the video that they put out of him putting on the jersey for the first time was like the most adorable thing ever. And he was just so excited. Correct. I was like, can I? Then I was like, it's yours. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's yours, buddy. You, you can have it. <laughs> um, and just like, you know, his excitement to see the jersey and like all the comments about, you know, how it looks and everything. Mm-hmm. And him just being amazed with the locker room and. I love that their dog's name is Reggie. I think that's so cute. Yeah. So. Love adding another dog to the roster. If only we could get an official team dog. One day. One day. Can I can I please petition for it to be named Boomer? You just want them to name anything Boomer if they're not going to bring that, the yeah. actual Boomer mascot back. I feel like that could potentially be a compromise I'm willing to make. Wow. I know big, right? Truly. I never thought you'd think of anything to compromise actually bringing him back, but... Here we are, here we are. But no, I... Yeah, I think, like, he's gonna... He just seems like he's got the kind of personality that's gonna, like, make him a fan favorite in Columbus. And if if you think about, like... I mean, he he, better. He's here for quite a long time. Yeah, he will be here for a moment, (laughs) so he needs to make friends. But, um, no, I, I think, like, that is honestly, like, a profile of a, like... A top four defenseman, like, has skill, but, like, is also, like, you know what I mean? Like, that's the kind of defenseman that I feel like, or kind of player profile that I feel like always wins over Blue Jackets fans. And so uh, I also think Blue Jackets fans hold defensemen to, like, an oddly high standard as well. I don't really know. Maybe I'm, like, you know, swinging and missing on that. But, like, I... So attached. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So we'll see. I think he's going to be a fan favorite, though. Yes, absolutely. I I mean, I'm already a fan, and I haven't even seen him on the ice yet, so. Soon, though. Soon. It's really not that far. Isn't that wild? I know. We're almost, like, midway through July. Yeah, we're, like, just a little over two months away. Like, it's really not, it's really not that wild. Oh, my gosh, that's crazy, because it's one month until I take my mom to go see the Dixie Chicks, and then two months, and we'll be in Traverse City. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be so good. It's going to be such a good time. But, but yeah, so, I mean, he obviously had a good time coming and visiting. Um, and then there's, like, sad news. I, it's, I'm, like, the worst news because we were just talking about him. Yeah, and I'm, like, I don't know. It's weird, and this might sound stupid, um, <laughs> and I'm okay with owning that. And let me, let me get on my Laura Norman shit real quick. Um, I think... I mean, Kenny McCutton has been a part of the Blue Jackets organization for eight years. And so obviously he like has been a staple in, in the locker room and, and also just like amongst Blue Jackets content, like, you know what I mean? Over, over this time. And so he's a fan favorite for that reason, but also like from our perspective, he always, uh, he's always like the first coach out at any morning skate, any, any practice we've been at. And when we've gotten the chance to be with the media at morning skates, he's always like so friendly with the media. He'll like actually come over and he'll like wave, wave to everybody. And he'll, um, you know, every now and again, like crack a joke with one of the guys. It's like a regular, right? Like whether that's like Porty or, or Dave Methold, like, like that's like, it's just fun to watch. And, and you could just tell he's such a genuinely good dude. And so, um, you know, it, you know, I've appreciated getting to see him coach the Jackets and, you know, he had a year left in his deal. He decided to resign. Um, you know, I think whenever you have a coaching change, there's always this possibility. I think when you add in the potential turmoil that somebody's bringing in behind them or the baggage that they're bringing in behind them, um, I could see where a veteran guy might say, you know, I this might be a good time to just explore other opportunities, but that's a lot of speculation. But, yeah, I mean, it, it's sad. But, yeah, it was shocking to see. I mean, the second I saw it, I screenshotted it and sent it to you. And I was um, horrified. I had no idea because, like, it was, like, one of those, like, I couldn't see what the photo was. I just saw, could kind of tell that it was, like, a Blue Jackets, like, press release post. And I was, like, what happened? Because you were, like, po- like you're I think I just said, like, oh, oh, no. My God. Oh, my God, no. Or, like, oh, no. <laughs> like, I'm, like, oh, God, what? And I'm, like, who like- is already <laughs> injured? Who is already out for the season? You know, we were at – um the development camp and we were standing there with Danny and uh she was asking some questions about coaches and we were like oh that's Kenny like 
Kenny's so great and like he's always been so friendly to us and you know and then of course like a week and a half later he's like oh he's leaving and um there's a bit of shadiness behind it potentially and that sucks so it's just sad but we wish him like all the best obviously and like he's really I think Allison Lucan said it best when she did her little like Twitter farewell to him too uh, today where she's like, he's going to brighten up any rink that he goes to and anyone, any team is going to be so lucky to have him. And, you know, eight years is such a good run and he, he served Columbus. Well, it's unfortunate that it couldn't continue um, or he didn't feel comfortable continuing it. So, but best of luck to him and we will definitely miss him here in Columbus. No doubt. We'll, we'll keep an eye out on what's next for him. But um, the one thing that you'll want to make sure that you do before the regular season kicks off in October is you're going to want to make sure that you're signed up to catch all your favorite NHL teams. And you're going to be able to do that by uh, signing up for a subscription to ESPN plus your number one spot to watch NHL hockey by visiting inside the slash ESPN. Get that done before the season starts. That way it's just done and over with because I have to say that like I am also privileged because like I don't have like local blackouts and things like that but I save so much money from like doing it this way versus like what it used to be so I'm a big fan of of ESPN plus yeah and especially with like whatever issues are happening with Bally or whatnot like (sighs) if you want to secure your available your ability to watch games definitely check out espn plus but laura i mean it has been it has been one of those weeks where it's like man like this is like we thought that maybe i think we might have joked about it like what are the odds that the blue jackets do literally anything between when we last recorded and today to give us something to talk about but truthfully honestly like not quite not really um we've got some other things to talk about though obviously um you know just within like columbus hockey and then also you know, kind of like looking ahead at some things, but, but yeah, I mean, it's been a really fun week in, in, in Columbus hockey lore, right? Uh, obviously, you know, the, the cap, is it cap city elite league, right? Is that? It's the cap city summer elite league. Summer elite league. Sorry. Launched their inaugural game this past Tuesday or games this past Tuesday. And it's been the talk of the town. Yeah. It's hard for it not to be, man. I mean, like, if you think about, like, all of the NHLers that are are participating in this or are, you know, seemingly going to participate in this, uh, you know, obviously you've got, you know, you've got Cam Atkinson, uh, which is insane. You've got Boone Jenner. They're playing on a team together, which is like, are you okay? <laughs> Are you it good? Was so sorry. Good. I'm sorry was... for not checking in on you before just now. <laughs> oh, it pained me so much to not be able to go to that game on Tuesday because it just would have made my heart so happy. And of course, Cam got like a uh, player of the game and he sure. scored uh, like six goals. My God. Um. So, but yeah, so Cam and Boone are playing on a team together and then. Jack Rosselvick and Sean Corrali, mm-hmm. Gus Nyquist is playing, Jack Johnson is playing. Um, there's a couple other NHLers that I'm not as familiar with. Um, a decent handful of AHL players, we have CHL players, we have college players. Um, it's just such an array and they're all playing on the same teams together. Um, and it's really, really cool. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people have been talking about it. Yeah, Patrick Line and Cole Cylinder are rumored to potentially be Ooh. a part of that situation. I don't know. We'll see if that actually is true. But I feel like I, I saw somewhere that they were part part of teams, but just like we're not in this round of, of games. But yeah, yeah I know I, they're going to be bringing more people. Mm-hmm. Like some people will swap out and swap back in. Yeah. Um, but I think Cam and Jack and Sean. Um, and I think Gus is the captain. I don't know who the, I don't remember who the fourth captain is. Um, oh yes, I do. It's, um, Ooh, Carson Meyer. Um, 
uh, will all be because they're like the captains of the teams. So yeah. Yeah. So definitely, uh, you know, feel free to check it out. We'll put a link uh, in our show notes so that way you can make sure that you keep up with that and check out, you know, the upcoming games and all that kind of stuff. If you want to go and see that and also make sure you follow how many times can we talk about her in the show, but um, Danny Smith uh, on Instagram at the Danny hockey for all of her content related to uh, the, the league. And then also on Twitter at the Danny Smith. So yeah, she's a credentialed photographer for this uh, league, which is so awesome. I'm so proud of her. Um, but yeah, there are Tuesdays for like the next, I think six or seven weeks. Um, yeah. They are during the day, though. So, like, I think games are, like, 12.15 to 1.15 and then, like, 3.15 to 5. Like, they aren't – they're a little bit difficult for those of us with a 9 to 5. But Correct. if you do have an opportunity and they're at various chiller locations, I do believe it changes every week. Um, but, like Jeremy said, we'll put a link – to their website which has all the information on it and like shout out to our buddy matt from 614 hockey who yeah. getting in on uh this inaugural event um he is sponsoring one of the teams so and this guy <laughs> i texted him yesterday and i said hey man I'm, I enjoy it like <laughs> live it up and he goes I'm missing it because I have to like where I have been like running an errand, like I'm running a work errand. And I said, can you like, you are always working my guy. Like I need you to enjoy this, but yeah, he never stops. He never stops. Truly. He, I don't believe he sleeps. So. Well, and speaking of, speaking of, you know, bad segue ish here, but like, <laughs> obviously like Matt and six one four hockey designing jerseys, those kind of things leads us awkwardly into a conversation about what the Cleveland monsters dropped today that I feel like I want to talk about here. It's so exciting. It's, it's like a so weird good. dream come true. It's one of those moments. This is, listen to me. If you are any one of the sad, sad souls that is a general or a, a owner of a franchise or working in the marketing teams of various franchises and also happen to listen to our podcast, if you're, that connection of human this is for you this is like one of those really weird and rare instances where you are given like really awesome feedback about something and instead of like overcomplicating it or you know not paying attention to it they roll out that jersey for the outdoor game at the beginning of march last season and Everybody falls in love with it. They think it's the nicest jersey. And then you know what they do? They just make it their new home jersey and they make it their new jersey. Like that, that is just how you do it. Like that just makes sense. Like if you get that much of like, like then, then that's just what you do. Like you listen to your, your consumers, you listen to, to your fans and they did. And that's like a rare moment in sports where like a franchise is like, Oh, sounds great. <laughs> We're in. So. And it looks so good. Like if yeah. you're, if a listener is not familiar, like these are the jerseys, like Jeremy said, that were created for the um, outdoor classic that the monsters played in this past March, which was a whole journey. If you want to hear about our experience there, there's an episode back on it back in March. Um, it was an entire experience, but the best thing that came out of that experience was these jerseys and they're this really beautiful blue color, black and gold. Um, the first round of them sold out like instantaneously when they put them out for the Winter Classic. And like people were just like demanding them and people at the game were wearing them like just all over the place. And yeah, when they made that drop today, I have not been happier. Like, and it's getting rave. There was, I forget which AHL team it is, but um, they tweeted out like, Hey, thanks Cleveland monsters for changing your entire logo and color scheme. The day after we put out our promo calendars. Oh yeah. That's tough. <laughs> that's tough. That's actually yeah, kind of a dick move. Yeah. I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do, but like and it. they, 
they had a um, like launch event tonight um, up in Cleveland, um, and it just looked so good, like so good. I know people have like a little bit of like nostalgia for having the same colors as the Cavs, but I think this makes them stand out and gives them, you know, they are their own Cleveland sports team. Like just because they share an arena with the Cavs doesn't mean they're the same entity. So, mm-hmm. and I mean, moving them away from being Lake Erie mm. obviously like started that alignment with the Cavaliers and then it just took off from there. But, but yeah, no, I I'm obsessed with it. I think it's great. Uh, I love, I love, love, love the little toothless character. It just like it looks so much like Toothless from How to Train Your Dragon. I cannot it really does. It's Toothless, and if you don't know who, what Toothless looks like, look up Toothless, and then look at at the new monsters branding, and you tell me that that's not Toothless in the middle of that crest, <laughs> like that is Toothless, and or a really close relative. Yes, and the new patches and like secondary logos that they've added that weren't part of the original mm-hmm. um, jersey design are so good. Um, I'm just like so pumped for them. I think that's going to be such a positive, you know, that look good, feel good mentality. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just going to be such a good start for, for Cleveland. So, yeah, without a doubt. Okay. So here's the question that I have for you. And I think I know your answer to this question. Yes. Is it time for a Blue Jackets rebrand? Ooh. <laughs> Um, yes and no. I would love if we made the decision to just make the third jerseys, um, are like all the time jerseys because I love those the most. Um, sure. Would you like still include, so like you're talking including like the, the crest that's on that jersey, would that become like the primary logo to you? Is that what you're thinking or? Yes. I love our primary logo, like the original, like the one that we use right now. I know it's not the original one, but I just love the Canon so much more. And I think it's so much more easily, more easily like for people who aren't familiar with us, like to see the Canon and like, it's more identifiable, I guess that's the word I was looking for um, with the blue jackets, but I would still want to keep a version of the other one, but like take it from being the primary and move the cannon forward. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Um, I think for the most part, I would, I, I, yeah, I am in agreement. Like that would be, those would become my primary colors, all that kind of stuff. Like I, I just, I don't know. I just, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. And I just personally would like something different. I mean, I was, obviously we were both super happy last season when they implemented the blue pants. With... Yeah, even doing stuff like that. Oh my God. Was that, was that only last season that they did it that was. for the first time? That is insane. This, this last season was 18 years and it took five years off of my life. This last season was like going through the deep, dark pits of hell. <laughs> purgatory for days it was our journey through the desert oh my god that was the one one year yeah oh sweet god they need to win more this year remember when we first when they first did it cam was still a blue jacket and it takes like two years to get a Mm. uniform change approved through the nhl and so listen i didn't know that cam was a blue jacket <laughs> but I trust. Well, you. when I they really first do. when they no, first I know tested yeah, out yeah. the blue pants, like I said, um, I my attention to details, as we all know here on this show, lacking, lacking. Well, okay. and we all know that my attention to detail when it comes to Cam Atkinson Peaky. is like laser focused. Yeah, it's a little higher. It's a little higher, and I can respect that. I can respect that. But yeah, no, I think it's time. I think it's time. But. Nothing dramatic. Don't change the team name. Don't like do any of that shit. No, we don't need to do that. Don't like get crazy, but I don't know. You know, spice it up a little bit. If you, oh, here's another like just like weird quirky cuckoo question that I have for you. Um, if if a local Columbus business were going to like if nationwide were going to like give up its naming rights on Mm. the arena, what who who would you want to slash who do you think would become the new? Um, who would I want? And think about how much money it costs to like have like naming rights yeah. in the arena. 
Um, I don't think I would like Safe Flight Arena. Although, actually, I don't hate that. Safe Flight Arena? That's not terrible. No. There have been worse. Um, When you can have an arena sponsor that makes it sound like it's not a sponsor, like, as close as possible, like, that's always, like, I feel like a win. Right, like nationwide arena, it doesn't sound like it has to be like affiliated with a business, or like yeah. the ball or ball arena. Scott's. Yeah, I think Scott's yeah. would probably make a run for it, but I think knowing our luck, it would be Wendy's, and I would, I would no, listen, I would fuck with that. So I hear you, like, but like, I don't know, I don't know no. if I can deal with like let's go to wendy's arena like a cardinal health arena oh no i don't love that ohio health arena you know um huntington arena could be huntington because we do already have huntington park yeah um it could be what's the crew lower.com i would hate that i would hate that um, isn't like uh, Med Plus or some sort of prescription company based out of Columbus? Oh yeah, I, yeah, that's fair. Pharmaceuticals got money like that. That's fair. Mm-hmm. It's weird because there's this company in Grand Rapids that's just been like buying naming rights to different stadiums. So they bought the naming rights to Heinz Field, like the old like Pittsburgh like Steelers stadium and it's oh yeah Ac- it's Acrisure field now and that's a company here in Grand Rapids I'm like what the hell is going on it's weird to me but okay we are on a weird little tangent Laura you had the idea of being way more proactive than me and realized that we do not have a lot of content this week <laughs> so you asked for people to give us some and uh your last reporting was that it, it went well yeah, it was pretty decent. We heard from a few people. It's kind of hard for a Wednesday night when there's also like not Blue Jackets things happening. So people aren't as attentive, but we did get a few. Um, and as always, we have to start with our favorite, which was Morgan, who um, has course. a few as questions for us from on Instagram. And also shout out to me for learning how to use the actual... He's a shout entry. out self. Shout out self. <laughs> I'm very proud that I figured it no, out. More of this from you. More of this. I'll Just try. that we're on the same. It page. won't happen, but I'll try. No more of this. Um. So let's see. She entered three. So her first question is: Who will be our leading scorer next season? So this season. Well, if you're talking. Mm, I think if you're talking in terms of points, overall points or overall, yeah, goals? that's like where I'm like overall points. I think it's going to be. I feel like my answers are going to be the odds-on favorites, though, because I feel like points is going to be Johnny Gaudreau. I think goals, goals could get interesting. It all is going to depend on whether or not Patrick Line is healthy, because I feel like he could potentially like have a firestorm this season if he stays healthy and if he can find chemistry and if he has a play, like if he has a good center, you know what I mean? If we like, check off the laundry list of things needed. Yeah. If he does this, if he does this, if he does this, if he does this. Uh, so I would say Patty is who I'm sticking with there. I mean, like I'm inclined to say that like Karel Marchenko, like proved that he could be a hell of a goal scorer. Johnny Goudreau can score goals too. Um, but that's where like I'm sitting at. Yeah, I think I'm kind of similar. Like I think Johnny will have the most points overall. Um, but I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna put my current money. We'll see how it goes when we get closer to the season. But my current money on Marchie to have the most goals this season. Love that. That'd be so, a good thing. It would be, and it would like he Hopefully. was really determined at the end of last season that he was um but he'll be playing the entire season with us this year so mm. you know he'll have more of an opportunity not that he didn't make the most of sure. the opportunity that he did have but no 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 i will go with him so next she asked what do we want in exchange for our extra forwards oh god a smile 
<laughs> I mean, I mean like, what can we get at this point? Because well, everybody's right. so cap strapped. Well, I mean, like getting right. I mean, like we could get if it's in order to like help a team in their cap situation, but I don't know. I just don't think that there are any forwards right now that like people wouldn't get upset about losing. Like, do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, cause when she says like our forwards, like I think she's saying the forwards that we view as being maybe those like fringe guys or those guys who just like, haven't like proved it. The foodies, the Bemstrom's like those mm. guys. Right. Like, I don't think you're going to get anything for those guys. Like, I think, you're almost kind of like hoping a team does you a favor when you're getting rid of those guys. And so, I don't know. I just, gosh, I mean, if you can salvage like a couple of like third, fourth, fifth round picks for any of those guys, like that's cool. Um, If you can, if you can get a veteran goaltender, maybe, but again, the Tarasov thing is complicated, so I don't know. I just, yeah, I don't think you can get much. Laura, what do you think? Um, it's kind of the same thing because because it's such a the people that we would need slash want to get rid of um, are like you said, they're not players that we're going to get much for. Like it's honestly some of the situations of like as long as they'll take the month like the full money for their contracts, like. I'm kind of okay with future considerations for some of them. Like, but yeah, you know, a veteran goaltender, which I did see a list of goaltenders that aren't signed yet and had a really fun idea. I don't think that you'll love it, but what if, because he never actually played a game as a blue jacket. Oh God. Are you going to say Keith Kincaid? Yes. He doesn't have a team. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's true. I mean, that could be because, like, I don't know that, like, I don't know that it's going to, like, keep going for him. It might, know. though. He's, he's like, a good depth guy that you can, like, plant in the AHL. And if well, and also bad, the two guys that we had at the end of this past season also don't have teams. So, hmm. you know. Well. We'll see, but it's all very complicated. But yeah, that this one's hard because there's really just not much that we can do. And I know that that's a frustrating thing too for Yarmo right now, which is I think why things aren't happening like as quickly or as people want or anticipated because he's right. having to do a lot more talking and smoothing and all making promises and such to try and get some of these extra people um out of these roster spots. Correct. Correct. And then you're going to be really great at this. Oh, you, you always set me up for that. And then I'm like, Oh, I'm not going to be really great on this question because I just don't think that I can. Um, but her last question is against your judgment. Convince me. Rosie will make the cut in the forward log jam. I mean, I think that there's a real, again, like, Obviously, the addition of Adam Fantilli helps you a lot down the middle. Um, but again, like, I can't imagine there being a ton of Blue Jackets forwards that produce at a similar clip as him. So, like, it's always going to be a temptation. Like, it's always going to be a temptation to keep him around. And if that is enough to solidify his roster spot, I won't be surprised. Like if it's even just the idea of we pay this guy this much money, it's a new coach. So, and that's the other thing too, right? I mean, like having a new coach, a new system, like, is it like, is Jack Rosovic one of the guys that like is identified from a management perspective as a guy who like got sloppy because of Brad Larson or under Brad Larson. And so therefore, maybe this coaching change is in part to help a guy like that. Maybe like, so I think that he gets, he's going to get a second chance. I think potentially just because of the fact that you're got a new coach and a new system and what that could end up meaning is let's see how he does. And it might not mean that he six round all season. I mean, I think the real time for a Jack Ross, trade is probably at the trade deadline at this point. Like, I think that's when you're going to get the most for him. 
but we'll see. I mean, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I can. <laughs> so. Yeah, happy, happy to help. Happy to help. Um, and then we do have a few from Twitter. The first one I'll start with isn't a question. It's just a general statement to us. And it's from the aforementioned, our beautiful friend, Danny Smith. And she just wanted to say that she loves both of us. So Retweet. We love her so much. In case that wasn't clear. In case that wasn't clear in the sense that we've talked about <laughs> her in the entire podcast. In case it's not clear that we're her number one fans. Correct. Um, so we should also, get shirts. Also, shout out to her for you know providing some photographs for an NHL.com article that Jeff Sabota wrote. Yes. So. She's making moves. Anyway. So proud. Um, Thanks for listening to the Danny Smith podcast. <laughs> exactly. Um, so the actual questions that we have is the first one's from the Variety Sports Network, and they ask, would you be open to bring in Vladi Tarasenko on a one-year deal? And if so, how much would it help the offense in Columbus? No. I don't think we could afford him. Well, I actually don't know because he has to be looking around and seeing that like a lot of these guys that were like the like top of the market guys, like, um, you know, having to take like Matt Duchesne. Matt Duchesne is an interesting case because he also has the money that he's getting from Nashville. So he might have taken a little bit of a cut in Dallas, but like $3 million for him. And yeah, because now he's technically making like $8 million or $11 million a year or whatever it is. Yeah. But then there's like, there's also, um, Oh, what's his name? Like Tyler Bertuzzi signed a one-year deal and the money I think would be too rich for Columbus right now, but like not by that much. Like, so the money isn't necessarily like the major concern. You would have to do something about the cap, but it wouldn't be drastic. I don't think it's just more so that like, again, we just said like the forward log jam, uh, he's a winger, uh, he can score, and yeah, I mean, obviously, like, I, he's not going to hurt the offense. Like, I don't think that he's going to come in and, like, be a net negative. Like, but I think it's more so just, like, it's not – I don't think what the Blue Jackets need right now. Like, I, I think that if you were asking me about a uh, center who has proven himself and is a Stanley Cup champion in the way that Vlad Tarasenko has, then maybe I would consider it. But, no, I don't have a – I don't think we have a need in that role. Yeah, it's weird when we are like, if we don't have a need for, like, an all-star level player. <laughs> and I'm not saying, and here's the thing, right? Like, I'm not saying that he wouldn't be, like, a top 12, like, skater on the team. But, like, again, you bring him in, and it's another young guy that you've got to, like, either get rid of or, you know, not give an opportunity in the NHL. And, again, you don't ha- – like, you have to earn that. Like, you have to earn that spot in the NHL. But – um you know, you're limiting spots if you do that. And if you think you've got guys that can do it, then I don't think you bring in Tarasenko. Yeah. I think it would be like a future thing potentially when we are able to get rid of some of these fringe guys and have a, have a more defined idea of what is going to work moving forward. Even though I know things have kind of changed in the last six months, where it's definitely more now of a like, a win-win-win situation, they still are going to have to do this. It's going to be hard to come from the dumpster fire of a season that we just had to immediately having success without having to work out any kinks along the way. So, um, but yeah, maybe in a more established system, it would be either, it would be easier to work him in, but he is one of the more interesting players that is, out there like i still think he ends up in carolina somehow oh probably carolina of course would weasel their way into having him at least for a year so Correct. and then last one is not a question but a hot take that we kind of already talked about but our wonderful friend steven um wrote in and said hot take goodrill with a hundred plus point season Oh, mm. you don't think he's gonna get to a hundred? No, <laughs> I. It is also like it has to do again, like with the systems, right? I mean, like, um, he just like, gosh, it's just so hard. 
in a system that is going to favor defense. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe he's going to find ways to put up 100 points. I just don't know if – again, you don't know who's going to be in his middle, and it could be Adam Fantilli or Boone Jenner. And I don't know. Maybe uh, – no, I don't think so. <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to convince myself. Well, I'm going to be on Steven's side, and I'm going to say that he will get 100 points. Plus and again, point. would love that. Would love that, of course. But it may only be like a hundred and one. Sure, sure. And obviously, like that has never happened for the Blue Jackets. Of course, like they have never had a hundred point guy, uh, even really like super remotely close. Um, to kind of just like look at Johnny Gaudreau's, like he's only ever done it once. Like, and that's like the thing, right? Like, I'm like, it would, I would love to see it happen. Now, don't get me wrong, he had 99 points in 2018, 2019, which sucks. Um, but like, so he, for all intents and purposes, right? But yeah, and and that's those are the top two seasons, and then the next best season is 84 points. So we'll see, we'll see. Well, yeah, outside the, what was it, one one fifteen and 21-22. Yeah, with Calgary. Well, yeah. all of those were with Calgary, but. Right. I fifth, did best, see... fifth best season, though. Good old Columbus. That's true. I did see a funny tweet today that said um, it was like a news thing about, you know, Johnny Goudreau has informed the Calgary Flames that he will not stay in Calgary. And, like, the person's quote tweet was, and this is the, the day one of the demise. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, God, yeah, it is that time of year. I feel like, didn't he sign on the 13th? Yes. Oh, yeah. happy Johnny anniversary. This episode Aww. will post then. Yeah, well, happy one year. We love you, Johnny. Thanks for making us smile. Thanks for putting up with last season. Yeah, and thanks for absolutely ruining the day of every New Jersey Devils fan. <laughs> Very true. Well, Laura, is there anything else on your little hockey brain this evening? Or I think we covered it all. I feel pretty good. I feel like we've, I feel satiated. Yeah. Even things that like we didn't think of when we did our initial like. Yeah, this was actually pretty good. This is good. So I'm pretty satisfied with all those things. And hey, maybe between now and next week, something Something will happen. happen. Yeah. And if not, we're going to work. Laura and I are going to chat at some point in the next couple of days to see if we can't try to find a, a fun guest to join us next week. So we'll see. We'll see if we can make that happen for you guys. But um, yeah, Laura, I mean, that's all I've got on my hockey brain. Really the only thing left to do is to let the folks know where they can catch up with all of our stuff, which as we've talked about is going to be more things. Yes, absolutely more things. So as we have been welcomed into Inside the Rink, uh, we will now both be writing about all things CBJ for InsideTheRink.com. And if you want to follow along with all the things that we're writing, you can follow Jeremy on Twitter at ITRJeremy and me on Twitter at ITRLaura for all of our writing endeavors with Inside the Rink. And then you can also follow us on social media. We are on (laughs) Twitter and Instagram and threads at Subjectively Pod. Hell yeah, good work. Good work, hell yeah. (laughs) We are on Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube at Subjectively Speaking. Uh, We do have a lovely website, uh, subjectivelyspeaking.com, that you can check out for all of these things. And we briefly uh, talked about it in the beginning, but if you would like to support your two favorite hockey podcasters and get some sweet merch in exchange, you can visit our merch website, which is subjectivelymerch.com. And then lastly, you can rate, review, and subscribe on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on, um, especially if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. Scroll on down, hit five stars. It is our favorite number. Um, And again, we don't know how the algorithms work. We just know that all your ratings, like subscriptions, reviews, helps us get noticed in the hockey podcast charts and helps to bring more people to this lovely little community of ours. But other than that, we just love and appreciate you all so much. And that's how you do an outro.
<laughs> it was a little jumbly at the beginning, no, but I got great. there. You did great, Laura. You did great. Well, folks, until we get the chance to talk to you all next week, we hope you take care of yourselves, take care of one another, and we will talk to you all very, very soon. Bye.